everyone and welcome back to the Empowerment Podcast with Alice Lilly. My name is Alice and I am the host of this podcast and this podcast is designed to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest life. So today we are on to episode 14 and we are going to be speaking about self-compassion and we're going to be speaking about feeling fat. But firstly, I just want to have a little bit of a chat with you guys. So I know that it is um, like a little bit of a heat wave in the UK right now. I mean, if you know, I live in the UAE and we're in the midsummer, so it is like a constant heat wave, but I know that it's so different um, when it's super hot in the UK because nowhere has aircon. Um, but I hope that everybody is enjoying the nice weather. But I know also that when nice weather comes about, it can be quite a challenge for a lot of people, especially if you're feeling self-conscious about your body and the weather is super hot and you're feeling like you don't have clothes that you feel comfortable in or you don't want to wear shorts or you don't want to have your arms out or anything like that and I'm really loving a lot of the posts on social media that are um, a lot of people just encouraging to like just wear the shorts and things like that so I wanted to do a podcast today a talk kind of talking about feeling fat and talking about self-compassion and ways that we can kind of um implement being more self-compassionate and also understanding what we're really meaning by feeling fat as I'm sure that maybe some of you might have you might be aware that you say this often it might be something that you said this past week I've had a couple of messages from clients uh, recently I often get messages from clients saying these kinds of things and what I like to do and work with clients in a way is to kind of help them understand more so what you mean by that because fat's not like a feeling you can't feel fat when we're saying that we feel fat we're actually mislabeling it as something you know we're we're talking about a different experience here but we are mislabeling it by saying I feel fat And this is what we want to kind of understand more what we mean by that. So when you say you're feeling fat, looking inwards a bit more and asking yourself, what do I actually mean by that? What do I actually feel right now? And this could be very different and it could be different on different occasions where you say you feel fat. I feel like I always do like, you know, like the finger quotations when I do a podcast, obviously no one could see what I'm doing but I feel like my tone of voice kind of says what I mean you know um so yeah as I as I was saying we can feel fat but we could also be like one day you could feel fat and be mislabeling this as being premenstrual you could be during your period and you could be feeling bloated um, another time you could be feeling hurt, you could be feeling sad, you could be feeling guilty about something, you could have be feeling bloated, you could just be feeling um, uncomfortable, hot and bothered. And these kinds of things that you are feeling, we're mislabeling by saying that we feel fat. And this is something that can be really um, detrimental to how our behaviors then come. Uh, sorry this can be detrimental to our actions that then follow from us mislabeling our emotions because if we're actually aware of the fact that when we're mislabeling the fact that we're saying I feel fat as the fact that I feel sad 
you know, and it being that you feel sad. And instead of addressing the fact that you feel sad and that you need to maybe take some time for yourself and you need to ask yourself like what do I need right now because I'm feeling sad and trying to regulate the emotion of feeling sad giving yourself like what you need and instead if we're kind of mislabeling it as feeling fat what are our actions then going to come from that? What are our actions then going to be? Oh, I feel fat. I'm not going to eat my dinner tonight or I'm going to go out and exercise to punish myself. You know, when we're mislabeling how we're feeling such as this, our actions that then follow can tend to be negative. And this is where we can get into a bit of a um, negative spiral with our actions and then kind of keep going around in circles for example over restricting because we're feeling fat then potentially overeating due to over restriction then feeling bloated and then you know going around that cycle of I feel fat and then blah 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 blah. you know you you see where I'm getting at um one thing as well I I was speaking to a client recently about this about being bloated and I know that firstly I will just start out by saying bloating is common you know it's common that we will feel bloated but it's not normal to be bloated all the time like you see a lot of influencers um or people doing posts about like you know this is me at the start of the day this is me at the end of the day and yes of course your stomach would look bigger at the end of the day because you've had more food volume in in your body you know um that would be normal you've drank like water throughout the day like your like your body would look different your body does change throughout the day and that's something to be very aware of but you know severe and extreme bloating like often that's not normal and that if you see people kind of talking about normalizing that like it's not normal you have a digestion issue if you are extremely bloated often and that like I think it can be a little bit detrimental to people if they're like oh like I am normal because I'm uh, everybody else or there's other people that are suffering with extreme bloating like of course like there are a lot of people that are suffering with extreme bloating but that doesn't mean that that is normal and if you are someone who is suffering with extreme bloating please go and seek um, medical advice I know that it can be very hard with things like IBS and kind of digestive issues like a lot of doctors can um, brush off going into that um, or diagnose people with IBS and IBS is kind of like from from I heard someone say this the other day and I was like that is really really makes sense and and relates they said that a um, doctor's diagnosing people with IBS is like a cop-out of them diving in further to actually what is the issue that you might be experiencing now I know this podcast was not about bloating but it's like we can then feel fat from feeling bloated so it's why I wanted to kind of talk about it here like if you are getting bloating very often then it is really important that you would um, seek medical advice because I have worked with a lot of ladies and I've had friends who struggle with um, digestive issues and it can be really really hard on your mind because if you're feeling bloated all the time it's not an accurate representation of how you look because you are bloated but if you're experiencing it quite often then it's like you know I'm I'm always bloated I'm always uncomfortable and then when you're bloated you're gonna probably feel like I don't want to eat more or you know I'm feeling uncomfortable within myself and again as I'm saying here like you know when we're feeling a certain way for example if you're feeling bloated and then you're saying I feel fat and then your actions that then following 
on from that are potentially negative by feeling like, you know, I want to skip a meal or blah, blah, blah. Um, there can be so many reasons as to why we would be bloated anyway. But if you're getting extreme bloating, uncomfortable bloating regularly, it's important that you do have that looked at and addressed. But there are common reasons as to why we may bloat. For example, you might um, become bloated after eating a large meal. That is quite normal. Um, if you have a larger volume of, that you've eaten a larger volume of food, your stomach would expand. That is normal. Um, also time of the month, you know, being due on or being on your period, people are different as well. You know, some, um, people are like, I would say it's kind of more genetic that some people might retain more water than others. So someone might experience a more kind of exaggerated bloating during their time of the month in comparison to others. Like, I don't feel like I, I get that bloated that, that much, uh, when I'm on my time of uh, of the month but say like someone else might experience the opposite and get quite bloating get quite sore bloating um again if you feel that your period is extremely painful and is uncomfortable um which it stops you from doing your daily life whilst being on your period again you should seek medical advice from that but as I was saying there are so many reasons as to why you can feel bloated but it's important to be self-aware of I feel bloated today because I've just eaten a large meal, you know, rationalizing why you are potentially bloated. Or if you know that you have certain foods that don't agree with you, for example, you know that you have a dairy intolerance and you've eaten dairy, you know, trying to be rational in that sense of I feel bloated and this is, and this is why that is normal. What I can do now is start like asking yourself, what can I do right now that might make me feel better? For someone, it might be going out on a little slow walk just to kind of get um promote digestion, get your body, um, get your body moving to get, you know, things going down there. Um, having things like peppermint tea or pineapple, like anti-inflammatory foods can help with bloating. Um, and obviously peppermint as well is a natural anti-inflammatory, but just listening to your body, seeing what it needs and addressing the feeling of being bloated with the fact that you're bloated not that you are feeling fat you know asking yourself what you need in that situation when you're feeling like that or what can I do right now and not standing in the mirror and body checking really often because that is gonna make the feeling of quote unquote fat worse you know and as I'm saying here we want to avoid that so that our actions that follow are not they're more in line with what we need right now. So when we're more aware, like I'm bloated right now, I can think more rationally. I think more compassionately to my, towards myself and know what I need right now. And that might be, you know, as I just said, that going on the walk, going out and getting some peppermint tea, having a peppermint tea or putting a hot water bottle on your stomach or like whatever, you know, helps you and, and makes you feel good. And other kind of reasons as to why we might be feeling fat, you know, when we, feel that often our body might not have actually changed that much if if much at all since maybe a couple of days before where you didn't feel fat so it's important to ask yourself okay if I'm suddenly feeling fat sometimes we can be self-aware of this and sometimes we're not and it's important that we can try that to try and recognize more okay I'm feeling fat 
what am I actually feeling right now? What events have gone on over the past day or the last couple of hours? What has happened? Has, has anything that's happened impacting how that I'm feeling mentally now? And, and what else am I feeling right now? Like asking yourself, trying to tune in, am I feeling sad? Like, you know, it could have been something that happened. You could have had a fight with your boyfriend or you, or you could have been in an argument with a family member or like you know you might have just spent a lot of time on social media or you might just be feeling really down you might be feeling premenstrual again trying to become more self-aware of what you are feeling so that your then actions can be more positive because you're being more compassionate to yourself from your self-awareness of knowing how you actually feel rather than just thinking I feel fat I need to go on a restrictive diet or oh, starting tomorrow. I'm, you know, fucking cutting out all my favorite foods and doing 25 steps a day or whatever. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Because when we're self-aware of how we feel like that is our biggest power. And I can personally say like, I have only even been more self-aware of my own emotions probably the last year. Like I would say that I probably didn't have much self-awareness at all before that. And when I look back now, I like I think about certain experiences or certain things that have happened in, in my past and thought, yeah, Jesus Christ, like I feel like now I can look back and see that I was hurting in certain situations and circumstances, but I was trying to numb that and avoid that with other things, maybe food, maybe alcohol, doing other things like that are not addressing how I felt and just trying to like numb it or just trying to you know do self-destructive behavior and this is another thing as well like it's not easy to regulate your emotions and I'm no I'm not a psychologist but I help clients with kind of trying to recognize more about how they are feeling so that we can address if for example you're trying to regulate an emotion with eating instead of actually asking yourself what you need in that situation and then having an emotional eating as an issue. Um, and, and the same kind of here, you know, instead of saying, I feel fat, you know, actually trying to address what we are feeling, becoming more self-aware of that, really tuning in and asking yourself, what am I feeling right now? What do I need to give my mind? What could I give my mind and body right now that would be an act of kindness and respect and trying to speak to yourself in a compassionate way? Because when we're speaking, speaking to ourselves and thinking compassionate thoughts our actions and behavior that follow are going to be more positive and this is why especially if we're trying to lose body fat that self-compassion is so important because if you are speaking to yourself with self-destructive thoughts for example I feel fat I need to go on a restrictive diet I'm a failure how have I let myself get like this why can't I stick to a diet blah 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 then your actions that follow from that are only going to be negative. That is not a way to support yourself. And if that is you and you can recognize this is what I've been doing to myself, this is the way I've been speaking to myself. I've always been like that. And for a lot of people, yeah, that is how you've always been. And going on diets that are restrictive or, excuse me, or that we're unable to keep up, we kind of go around in that circle of restrictive diet or diet that's just un, un, unmaintainable long-term, then go back to eating normal or back to what we were doing before or potentially overeating to make up for feeling restricted, going back in that cycle, then feeling rubbish about yourself because, you know, going round and round in that circle. And this then contributes to poor body image, negative self-talk, poor relationship with food, so that 
when, if you've been going around in that cycle, it's very unlikely that you've ever been speaking to yourself compassionately. And how, what do I mean by speaking to yourself compassionately? So I'm talking about you giving yourself the support that you need in a situation where you're instead of beating yourself up. So for example, if one of your friends came to you and was like, oh, I've, I overate last night. Like I, I got pizza and then I just ate the whole thing. I didn't need to. And I'm now I'm just, I fucked my diet up. I'm such a failure. Like I'm going to go, like, I'm just going to eat like barely anything tomorrow. I'm going to go. Do, do you know what I mean? If one of your friends came to you and said that, would you speak to them and say, oh, God, yeah, you really have fucked up. Like that is just, that's just awful. You know, you wouldn't be friends with someone if they said that to you, you know, you wouldn't say that to your friend. So why do you say it to yourself? And it's so hard because the things that you say to yourself, no one else is listening to that. No one else knows the way that you're speaking to yourself. And everybody has that kind of ego inside them that actually kind of thrives on being nasty to yourself and is seeking and negativity and seeking being a victim. I've read a book about um, kind of this uh, on a topic. It's kind of comes up in a lot of like self-development or spiritual books. Um, a book I would really, really recommend is A New Earth. One of my favorite books. So, so good. I often go back and like just reread my highlighted notes, but it's really good to kind of like explain more about your ego and, and your ego is, if you will, like your inner critic that could just kind of like discourages you and it can be really hard to have a hold on that and to be like try and pull back from the way that we're speaking negatively about ourselves if it's all you've ever done and if your behaviors are then have continued to fuel towards that but if we can look and assess and know that this is not helping me this is self-destructive thoughts this is leading to self-destructive behavior I need to change this and making it a goal to change this, then we can actually start putting things into place. And it's not going to be easy. It's not as like simple as like, right, starting from tomorrow, I'm going to start being more self-compassionate. And, you know, I'm never going to have a negative um, thought again about myself. Obviously, that's not going to happen. I still get negative thoughts about myself often. It's just kind of just kind of the way it goes, I guess. But I'm more self-aware to stop myself in my tracks and be more aware of why am I, why am I thinking these thoughts? Is there truth in these thoughts? You know, what do I actually need to tell myself what's going on up there? Blah, 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 blah. And if we're making it a goal to be more self-compassionate, we can then actually, you might then start to notice when these self-destructive thoughts are coming up in certain situations, for example, you know, like as I was saying, like the friend eating the pizza, you might have had a pizza at the weekend and then Monday comes around and you're full of these self-destructive thoughts like, oh, I should feel so guilty. I shouldn't have done that, blah, 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 blah. It's like being self-aware to stop yourself and say, how would I speak to my friend right now if my friend was saying this to me? Or how can I support myself right now? How can I just what can I do and how could I react to myself right now that is a way of kindness and compassion and empathy rather than self-destruct? Because as I've just said, and we'll keep saying over and over again, when we've got self-destructive thoughts, our actions that then follow from that 
are likely to be quite negative. And as I've said, it's not easy. It's not as simple as just clicking your fingers. But if we're making an active decision to work on the way that we're speaking to ourselves, to be more self-aware of what we're actually meaning by when we say, I feel fat, then we're having more power over actually changing our actions that come from that. Because you might think like, oh, and I've had loads of clients say this to me before, like, oh, like I just can't stick to a diet or I just, I'm, I'm a failure or I just give up or like I've got no hope or I'm always going to be like this. Or if you're actually just, you're not encouraging yourself at all by saying those thoughts anyway. And if that's the way that you think and you're talking about yourself and talking to yourself, then you're, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're saying that and you think and believe that about yourself, then your actions from that are going to follow. That's how your actions are going to be. You're going to not apply yourself to things because you think and believe that you can't. So trying to change these thoughts to more compassionate ones, saying affirmations that feel good to you about trying to change your thoughts. So for example, if you are someone who's very you're you're in a critic you are saying to yourself like I'm a failure I'm a fuck up I can't do this I have no self-belief blah 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 blah. think about how we can rewrite these thoughts into something that feels good and that is an affirmation that you can get behind and I'm not saying that when I say affirmations like I'm a big lover and believer of um reciting affirmations I write an affirmation every day in um, my journal um but it's something that I can get behind and something that I believe and can feel and act upon if you really are in a bad place with liking yourself you're really feeling like you don't like yourself you like you, you hate yourself if you start saying an affirmation of I love myself and you're like you're trying to say that, but you know that you don't actually believe it. It's almost kind of like having the opposite effect because you feel like you're wasting your time because you don't believe that. So instead, a situation like that would be you could recite an affirmation or write this out. Or, you know, I like I always say to clients, a good way of doing things like this is to um, double it up with a with a habit that you do every day already, like brush your teeth and say the affirmation over and over in your head. So instead of you lying by saying like, I love myself or like, you know, like when you fucking don't and that doesn't feel good to you and you don't believe it and you're like, well, this isn't going to work, you know? Instead, you could say something like, I'm open to believe that I'm, that I, I can be self-accepting. That might sound, you know, more true to you. And that's a, a good way of reframing a thought that you can't quite get behind yet or a belief I'm open to believe you know and, and kind of saying it on that I feel like I went on, on off on a little bit of a tangent there but I think that it was relevant and I hope that it helped so guys I really hope that you enjoyed the podcast I loved speaking about this and it's one of my favorite topics to speak about as I know that so many of you struggle with this I am actually running a free masterclass on Wednesday, the 28th of July. So if you're listening before that, then you can definitely still come. Or if you're listening after that, then unfortunately you will have missed it, but always check out my Instagram for when I am running new masterclasses. So this masterclass is called The Simple Shifts to lose weight without dieting. And we're going to be going over all of the things that you might have been previously doing incorrectly and self-sabotaging behaviors that are fueling you to not actually see the results you want and how you can make some simple shifts in your life to lose weight without dieting. If you want to come along and if you want to join, it's at 7 p.m. GMT on the 28th of July. If you can't make it live, you'll be able to access the replay straight after. So if you want to join um, and you can't come live, then you can also still sign up. The link is going to be in the show notes. So head over 
over there and put your info in and you will receive the information for the masterclass. Thanks for listening today, guys. I will speak to you in the next one.